What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as Hamhawks42 on the internet, and today we are looking at another magic card. Now, this one, it's not random. This is actually a community request uh, that a friend of mine threw into my Discord server, and uh, we are going to be looking at Dreadbridge Chant. And also, if you would like to request a specific magic card, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. My Discord server invite is in the description below, and you uh, you can also hit me up on Twitter at Hawks42. I'm not super active over there, but if you send me a message, I will see it. So, anyway, Dreadbridge Chant. It is an enchantment for six. It is four green-black, or black-green as it's listed here. I don't know that that makes a difference, but hey, you never know. Well, I know it doesn't make a gameplay difference, but semantically speaking. Okay, so it's four black-green. When Dreadbridge Chant enters the battlefield, put the top ten cards of your library into your graveyard. That right there... I'm I'm down for anything that's going to be milling myself into my graveyard. Pretty freaking sweet. At the beginning of your upkeep, choose a card at random in your graveyard. If it's a creature card, put it onto the battlefield. Otherwise, put it into your hand. So, this card is freaking amazing. Um, just flat out freaking amazing. It's great at what it does. It is a wonderful commander card and appropriately it was reprinted in Commander 2020, this most recent commander product at Mythic, which I think is fitting. So as far as Golgari rares go, like this is just top notch, nailed it. Um, yeah. (laughs) So every single turn you reanimate a creature. All right, like, that's fantastic. Uh, but, oh, if you don't actually have a creature, if you hit something that's not a creature, just draw draw it. Just draw your card. <laughs> so you're just recycling your graveyard in a really, really cool, effective way, and you're immediately getting value every single turn. If you have a lot of creatures in there, that that's just great. Now, the one thing about this card that I find really interesting, or kind of challenging, well, I love how you get value out of it right away, because Golgari Daxalwana used the graveyard anyway, so when you first cast it, you're getting those top 10 cards from your library into your graveyard. Filling your graveyard is really important in those decks, so there's a decent chance that you're going to mill something important and then be able to just reanimate it that turn. Like, that's not crazy. Or, you know, you could have a card um, that on the battlefield references it some in some way, you know, a creature card or maybe you dredge away or uh, maybe you flip something with dredge or flashback and you can leverage that so there are a lot of cool things you can do here the other thing so but the reason that i like that i like it a lot because you get value the moment it comes into play a lot of enchantments or even creatures when they come into play and they have some kind of ability that happens on the upkeep you don't get any value out of it the first turn it's down actually the worst offender of this is a card called that i struggle with um, is a card called Sizon the Perverter. It was, or sorry, no, Sizon the Perverter of Truth? Was that it? Anyway, it was a, it was a demon. It was a 6-5 five for 5, and at the beginning of each player's upkeep, they lost two life and drew two cards. So it's double Phyrexian Arena for everybody. Except it starts with your opponent because it's on the upkeep, and so you are actually the last person to benefit from Sizon when it comes down. That always rubbed me the wrong way. It just seems weird and wrong that you the player who cast this spell and it doesn't even have haste or anything like that it's a six five for five fine but the idea that in a commander game you're going to be going around the table and you're the last person to get a benefit now i've used Sizon to pretty good effect it's a good card but at the same time it it just sucks that you're handing your opponent two cards before 
yourself. Now, in Commander, where you could do some political shenanigans, that's fine. You'll also notice that there are a number of more recent cards that have recurring effects every single turn that don't happen on the upkeep anymore. They used to be the only time when those kinds of recursion effects occurred, but a lot of them now actually happen on the end step. That way, you are the first person to benefit from them. And I can appreciate that. I think that's kind of neat. Or at the very least, you get it when it comes into play. Like, uh, Thassa Deep Dwelling is the first that comes to mind. Now, that one, not everybody gets to benefit from it, just you. But you get to benefit from it the very first turn it comes down. Because it's on your end step, not your upkeep. So, that's pretty cool. Like, it just makes it, makes it work in a way that you wouldn't get otherwise. Dreadbridge Chant, it does happen on your upkeep. So... That is concerned. Like, so somebody could blow this up uh, during one round of the, the table before your upkeep, and you won't get the reanimation ability off of it, which would stink. Because um, six is a hefty price to pay to just mill yourself for ten. You know, that's not a very good value at all. It's it's not nothing, but it's not a good value. And that's the thing. If this resolves, you're guaranteed to get something out of it, and that's pretty cool. I like that a lot, actually. But if it does come around to your upkeep. Oh my, strap in, because stuff's going to get weird. Now, combine Dreadbridge Chant with Delve, or um, I'm trying to, or Escape. You know, these effects that help you exile things out of your graveyard. Then, all of a sudden, you're limiting what's in your graveyard, so you're far more likely to hit exactly what you want. And if you want to just delve the ever-loving snot out of it, you can, or actually, like, if using a card like Titan's Nest, that gives basically everything delve, you could just exile cards out of your graveyard on a whim. Just whatever you want, you could just exile it, and therefore Dredger Chant only has one, maybe two targets, and you're guaranteed to get one of them. And so all of a sudden, like, huh, there's only Ulamog in my graveyard. Huh, no way. Who would have thought? Then Yeah. So th- th- there's stuff you can do here. There's a lot of really neat things um, that can combine to make this that much more effective. And I think that's really cool and that's really worthwhile. Now, one gameplay note that I want to throw out here that is interesting and it causes a little bit of a challenge if you try to combine Dreadbridge Chant with older cards at the beginning of your upkeep choose a card at random in your graveyard now if i'm sitting down to play paper commander with my buddies or paper paper magic and let's say this is my graveyard i'm gonna go ahead and just take it take my graveyard i'm just gonna shuffle it up okay pick one you know or just hand or you know maybe probably face down but like okay just just pick one and just have my opponent just randomly pick one. And I have now shuffled my graveyard. Now, if you've been playing Magic for the last 10 years, you don't think anything of that. Because graveyard order means nothing. And nobody freaking cares. So it doesn't matter what the last card was to go into your graveyard. But, if you were playing back in Beta, if you were playing back in Revised, there are cards that specifically say, do X to the top card of your graveyard. So graveyard order is actually a detail of the game that does need to be recorded in eternal formats or does need to be recognized as a state of the game by the letter of the rules. Now, what are the chances that in a random game with, you know, with your buddies, somebody's going to have something that interacts with the graveyard? Probably not a lot. You know, like it's probably not super common. But, 
or you know, any that cares about graveyard order anyway. That's probably not super common, so you're probably not going to see it because there are only a handful of cards from back in the day, and even rulings on the gatherer specifically stated that most people nowadays just don't care and that was like even that was old so there are very few cards where it matters however in commander that is the one format where you will see those and so that is the one issue that i see with dreadbridge chant how in the world do you choose a card at random in your graveyard without shuffling your graveyard well you have to count the number of cards in your graveyard and then roll some kind of die or use a random number generator based off of that to determine how deep into into it you go like you, things have to get a little complex and a little weird <clears throat> in order to select a card at random if you don't just shuffle them and draw one. Because the way you select cards randomly is shuffle them and draw one. You know, that's just how that goes. Like, it's a, they do it inherently by being cards. So that is a, a gameplay challenge that I think is very real and is going to really upset your one buddy who has a bunch of old school cards that you know, cares about graveyard order or that has the one card in his deck that can reanimate the top card in your opponent's graveyard or something. Like, I don't know off any off the top of my head, but I know it's out there. I have seen them. They exist. And so, and in the only format where you might see those is in commander. So if you're playing a pickup game with people and you play Dreadbridge chant, ask them, does anybody here care about the order of my graveyard? And don't, like, it's not a stupid question. That is a very real question because there might be somebody who's rocking some stuff from Fallen Empires or Legends who will care. That is very possible because it's the one format where those cards can get dusted off. Especially the ones that aren't top tier amazing that see legacy, like, competitive legacy play. That's the kind of stuff. That's the one format where you will see that being relevant. So that's the only issue there. But... Six mana to get a random reanimation thing every single turn. This is gas. Like, I absolutely love it. And especially in Golgari colors, because you're going to be filling your graveyard and you're going to be reanimating stuff. It's just what you do. And so this card is freaking awesome. Like, I can't think of a single Golgari deck where I will, wouldn't want to run one of these. In Commander. Again, I don't know why I specified one of, because it's a one of format. That just is what it is. But, I, I mean, it's just good. It's just real, real good. Actually, I can think back to, um, I had a Sovereign deck for a long time. It was actually my very first Commander deck. And uh, it was built around forcing everyone on the board to sacrifice a bunch of stuff. Because Sovereign's main ability is like a Grave Pact kind of a situation. Where whenever one of your creatures dies, or whenever you sacrifice a black creature, everybody has to sacrifice a creature. And so I would combo that with things like Blood for Bones and... Um, what am I thinking of? Uh, Dictate of Erebos, Butcher of Malak here to just like really crank up the dial. And so it ended up being a pretty staxy deck. And so the idea of getting back one of my resources every single turn and potentially a very large creature right onto the battlefield, that's fantastic. Like full on fantastic. I have no words for how much I love this. And then on top of that, can you imagine having this down and then hitting like a fleshbag marauder off of this? And so not so okay, nobody gets something. 
because every everybody has to sacrifice a creature. Like you just get an innocent blood on your upkeep just for just for kicks. Except it's one sided because it's everybody but you effectively. Like that's amazing. Fleshbag Marauder, by the way, is a creature that where when it comes into play, every player has to sacrifice a creature. And so a lot of times you just end up sacrificing the fleshbag to itself, and everybody else has to sacrifice a creature. So it's a really cool effect, and you can loop it in fun ways with in reanimation strategies. And Dreadbridge Chant is one of those where you might get it. You know, you might pull that out, and uh, that could be fun. You also have things like Rabbinous Chubacabra. Um, I'm trying to think of other good Golgari versions, but there are a lot of creatures that when they come into play, they do big, dumb stuff. And many of them are actually quite expensive. So the idea of getting one of those back for free every single turn is awesome. And then combine it with things like Delve, things like Titan's Nest, if you have access to blue, where all of a sudden you can thin down your deck and you can make sure you get the exact same, I'm sorry, where you can thin down your graveyard. You can get back the exact same thing every single turn. That is insane. I'm assuming you have some way of sacrificing it. Presumably you wanted to do that. Uh, yeah, this card rules. So big shout out to Veritas for pointing this out to me. And again, if you want to request a, uh, a card for Overthinking MTG, please don't hesitate to reach out at Hawks42, or you can head up my Discord in the server below. We talk a lot about Commander as well as Standard, how things are moving around in the ban list. A lot of conversation, but a bunch of magic nerds who just really enjoy having a nice little quiet place to nerd out. Um, we're not the spikiest spikes you've ever seen. If that's your jam, then we're just not for you. But if you also look at the spikes and go, really, they're doing that? Then come say hi. All right. Thanks so much for hanging out, guys. You're an absolute delight. I love you all. I will catch you next time.